One day in January, the first to be exact. Yes. Year 2020 rubbed against the valley cast. At first it was slow, but then it got fast. And then blew a giant load on that intro splash. Talk about sperm mic. Oh, sperm mic. <laughs> yeah, talk about sperm mic. <laughs> There was nothing left that they could do when the tail started wiggling on that stock food. Talking about spermite. Yeah, talking about spermite. It's not really a stock photo. No, not at all. Original art. Yeah. Three boys, three dicks, speaking and peeking. Always blowing the mix with excited shrieking. Speaking of blowing things with three hunks, why don't you feast your eyes on this big black spunk? Talking about spermite. Steve Zara goes on yeah, dynamic banter with spermite. That's great. Can you do that again? Tried to form jism between old and new, and got amped up jism on a burnt orange hue. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't nothing left that they could do when the tail started wiggling on that stock poodoo. Talk about sperm mic. Yeah, talk about sperm mic. Talk about sperm mic. Yeah, talk about sperm mic. Wow, what the fuck, man? Wow. That's so good. Wow. Oh my god, Jesse Stillwell. Talking about Thank sperm you, Jesse. Man, that was you know, you you went against the grain and did longer than we're used to, but you know what? Sometimes rules are made to be broken, and you did what you needed to do, and it was done yeah. right. Yeah, I had the thought that uh, it'd be nice one day if somebody makes an intro song that's roughly 55 minutes, <laughs> and we don't know. <laughs> we, and we just, just listened to the whole thing. Yeah, thank you so much thank for you. joining us. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hate it. Me neither. Wow. I, I wouldn't hate it. Especially so, with that little harmony thing you were, guys were thank doing. Thank you. Yeah. That was yeah. nice. Dude, thank you. Steve, you have this like power with your comedy that your fan base We're gets infected with your Aww. way of doing things. And he was doing like the slight like pitch shifts yeah. with the guitar and stuff. I was just like, oh, that's that's Steven. Wow. You think and I'm influenced? I've influenced this yeah. talented man? Or you've brought him into your flock and he was just like a, a stray wow. sheep out on the, the grassy hills of New Zealand. I'm like a goofy Jim Jones. Yeah. Drink yeah. it. Drink it. Drink You're that like a, Kool-Aid. A cult leader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Praise yeah. logic, everybody. Well, that came from Jesse Stillwell. And this, <laughs> the. The title of the song is just SM. <laughs> a Valleycast intro. And it says, a Valleycast intro featuring effort and an ode to the newest member of the show. That's so funny. Man, we really just didn't give a crap about the sperm mic. We thing. gave a crap, but it got to the point where it was like, oh, we've done enough changes that there's just really nothing we can do to, you know get rid of the sperm equality. Oh, well, yeah, you there's know, just I, so much I could say to that that I think is great, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we did everything we could, and then we went, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know, 
know, it's just this is how it goes, man. You make a thing like we have. We uh, Andy Mogren yeah. made it right. The talented Andy. He's and I love that man so much, and his work is incredible. Um, Dude, prepare yourself. Stock for, photo, Andy. I mean, I yeah, think it's that's like, what we call him. Yeah, prepare I, yourselves for Pterodactyl, which will be coming oh, out in the shit. future. You doing Pterodactyl hype? Oof. Yeah. Pterodactyl. Publicly I was throwing actually, it out there. I was going through my photos and I found of some pterodactyl stuff. Really? Yeah. I remember I, that day so vividly for some too. reason. It's like one of those Me fucking too. It was something we did with very little notice and then we were there for like three hours, but I remember every part yeah. of it. Like, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Andy They, they can't know Andy they, makes no these, way. They'll never know. Our friend Andy <laughs> makes these opuses, these movies that really, are all Really, that's the way to describe they're it. All, he's edited all of them in like Final Cut or Premiere and very rarely uses an animation program, but it's a, yeah. essentially a bastardization of animation which takes like real life actors and he slams them a together. A bastardization of animation. He uses yeah. green screen yeah, yeah, to create the stupidest Stuff and everything he does is like a labor of love. And, and you I, can find some of it. Bear Force One is online. Um, Werewolf in a Girl's Sorority is online. And then he did a Christmas one. I forget what he called it with Santa. But you guys have made cameos and I've made cameos in all of them. Yeah. And what he does is that these things take so long and he he, he makes them so ambitiously. Because well, he's doing them on his own. On his own. It's but literally so many all people on his too. Own. And just like grabbing and, and people whenever he can get them, like you guys are saying. And he'll be working on these things for like three, four years oh, yeah. at a time. It's yeah. crazy. When he comes and visits, he's like, here's the newest version, and yep. it's a thousand times better. And you're like, yep, that's it got even dumber somehow. I mean, the, yep. the pterodactyl is, uh, it ends, I think, with a, uh, what is it? The, the, basically well, don't spoil they, it. Uh, well, we can't spoil it. But if you could give it, it a little yeah. tease. Tease it. Big boobs? Tickle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, that's great. I love that tease because that I know what you're it, talking about, know. and that's a good yeah. tease. Search those things that I threw out there. Bear Force One and stuff. He won the LA like shorts comedy film festival with Bear Force One. Writing like, wise, I mean, seven te- years ago. Technically speaking, he does. Sorry, Tom. Uh, yep, technically speaking, he does really cool stuff. But then also, just writing wise, it's like a perfect mix of the dumbest jokes you can imagine. Then every now and then, it'll be like a brilliant joke mixed with overacting. It's very like um, uh, Zucker Brothers. It's yeah, 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 and it's uniquely his. Like mm-hmm. I, I. If you've ever seen Decker, Tim Heidecker does this like action show called Decker. Yeah. It's like it's it's almost like they Decker ripped off Andy's thing. Oh, interesting. Because it's so like it like Decker uses these like 3D mod like cuz Andy will do this thing where it's like it's all people against green green screen like we were saying and then suddenly like someone will jump out of a thing and then they'll become a 3D character yeah. and they'll be like falling and it's a very obvious 3D character and then all the backgrounds are 3D and he creates them all from scratch basically and uh it's very like cheesy but like cool yeah (laughs) and the definition of like a labor of love but it's also a labor of labor because he works so damn hard Mm -hmm. on it tirelessly and it's like in his free time he's just had twins and he's still getting stuff done it's crazy i really think because bear force one is so good and and werewolf in a sorority or Mm. whatever it's called is very good i just don't understand why it hasn't like blown the fuck up and i really think terror dactyl is going to be a thing. I hope so. I'm I'm like I'm nudging him cuz if he can't find like a place that he wants to release it and I'm throwing this out into the world. I know. The we secret. Were... Like I would be like, dude, release it on the Valley Folk. Let's just throw it up. We'll give you a platform. Yeah. You get all the credit and stuff, but let's let's let this be a place where we can get it to as much, many eyeballs as possible. Cuz you just want people possible. to see it. Yeah. yeah. And I I'm so 
in love with it. You know who helps co-write some of the stuff too? Luke Baratz from yeah. Baratz and Bretta, So Who also is hilarious. Yeah. Very funny. one of those. Um, yeah. Uh, but enough dang. about Andy. This is about us, and this is our podcast. Yeah. And it's yeah. About Fuck us. you, Andy. Uh, yeah, you sperm mic making motherfucker. Talking about Real sperm quick mic. announcement. We are the Valley Folk, and this is the Valley Cast. You've probably probably heard it. It's pretty fun. Uh, we're on tour right now, uh, if you're hearing this. As, you, we, as uh, we speak. As you speak. Yes. As you speak currently. Uh, <laughs> VIP patrons at patreon.com slash the Valley Folk at this podcast on Monday. Every Ooh. other uh, patron gets it on Tuesday. Ooh. The public gets it on Wednesday. But if you're ah. getting this on Monday, mm. tonight we are in Denver. Uh, tomorrow, uh, on Tuesday, we are in Salt Lake City. On uh, Wednesday, which is when you guys are probably seeing this, uh, we are in Spokane. Spokane, uh, Washington. Spokane, Washington. So come hang out with us. You can get tickets in the links below on the video or on the SoundCloud or whatever else. And uh, and then on Thursday, we're going to be finishing up our little um, trip in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, we're going so to stop by, jump on a puddle jumper, out. and get over those cascades. I'm doing, uh, we're doing sketches and music and stand up and a QA and a podcast. Not podcast, but a hangout interview type thing, and it's going to be ridiculous, uh, especially yeah. at the San Francisco show, which is already done by the time anybody hears it. So anyway, I've uh, I've never been. So I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Salt Lake City. I've never been to any of the other places. Oh really? Denver is really cool. Never been. Seattle's very beautiful. Yeah. Never been. You never You've been to never Seattle? been to Denver? Oh wait, I went to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. but I went to like. Seattle, like the Space Needle and the you Rock went to and Roll Seattle Museum. Proper. Seattle proper. Yeah, Tacoma is not Seattle. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Denver, you've never been to Denver? No. Oh, dude, Denver's, Denver's great. great. Yeah. I also really like Salt Lake City. I think it's a I very think so yeah. cool Salt Lake City is very cool. It's I love where it is next chill. to the mountains there. Sorry, Tom. The range. It's awesome. Um, Apparently, yeah, and some of the JK Studios folks may come for the Salt Lake. I would love really it excited. if they could. Let's just comp their damn tickets right now, for oh, God's yeah, sakes. Yeah, yeah. I hope they For show. God's yeah. sakes. And then we'll go up to Spokane, where I went to college at Gonzaga, and it's uh, it's giving me a lot of weird vibes. Like, it's going to be weird performing there again. The last time yeah. I did live was like Barats and Beretta stuff way back in the day. For um, You're talking about Spokane? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the one that's like your home show more than- I guess. Like, oh, we got some friends. You know my buddy Phil that was my roommate yeah. back in the day? He'll be there. And Phil. some other, I think, former Gonzaga people will also be there and in Tacoma. So Cool. It'll be interesting. Can I, um, can I just uh, railroad a little bit? Please. But also choo, kind choo. of- but also Talking about sperm, Mike. Here comes a train wreck. But also kind uh, of um, nice. stay on the same track, but like take a different- as long as you stay on the same metaphor. Same yeah. track, different route. Different route. Like one um, of those switchers. I'm going to pull it. Speaking <laughs> of JK Studios, uh-huh. who are very funny people, at one point we were talking to those very lovely kids <laughs> and we were making plans to like watch shit and stuff. And at one point we all watched the Game of Thrones finale together, I mm-hmm. think. Was it the finale? I think it was the finale or maybe the penultimate or something. Yeah. I don't know. But... um. We, we penultimate just, is an asshole word. It's like, look, I know I'm not the last thing, but I'm gonna make it sound like I'm just as epic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> penultimate's also one of those words where there's like a lag in my brain where it's like, you'll find it. There it is. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like, because the way it, it looks in your mind, the way it sounds, it's like, oh, that's king word. It's yeah. not king word. No way, man. Well, it's interesting because like, there's no yeah, other way word, to. Yeah. There's no other way to be like, oh, it's the second to last episode. <laughs> it's like, well, that's kind of dumb. It just Let's sounds come up too with a cool, cool name for it's it. It's too cool for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, oftentimes the penultimate episode is better than the finale says anybody that likes the word penultimate sure yeah uh, 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 Pence is our 
penultimate. 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 Yes, that's his campaign slogan. So speaking a little bit of kind of in the same. I mean, we are on the same track, really, because we were talking about Pterodactyl. Okay. And then we talked about J.K. Studios. Okay. So to, to sidebar all of that, when we were hanging out with J.K. Studios one time, for some reason- Spill the tea. Spill it, we Steve. We were talking a little bit about something called- Oh, I know where you're going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Velocipaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Which, is- that is a very much an Andy Mogren jam, just with a budget. Just what it is, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is like, so Velocipaster <laughs> is definitely what you think it is. It's um, the the tagline is a man of the claw, you know, like a man of the cloth. Uh-huh. Mm. Like I don't the get pre- it. <laughs> <laughs> they should have said uh, cloth, but just spelled it C L A W T H. Or a man yeah. of the cloth. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we were all laughing about it, and we were like, fuck, we need to watch this movie together. That'd be great. But I feel like it's one of those movies where like, the title and the idea is probably better than the execution of what it is. I ended up watching the trailer, and I was like, oh, this, this is an unapologetic man of the cloth movie. Like, I think they really went for it, and you're going to get what you want. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Well, is, so this was someone, but I mean, but the thing is, is like, and in, and in talking about Andy Mogren a little bit again, too, even though I know we were trying to, to get away from that, because why, why do we want to spend a whole podcast talking about one dude? You know, I mean, especially. He brings us joy. He has a Andy. light that is contagious. I mean, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. He is great. It's his fault. I mean, that's yeah. not it. That's not. Grew up in Stillwater, Minnesota. <laughs> uh, but but the thing his is, is like, are... you know, there's there's those movies that are like they're made to be serious movies, like The Room, or like Birdemic. Oh, that end up yeah, and yeah. then they end up being like fucking incredible because they're they were so initially made to be good, yeah. and the person making it was unaware of making a bad movie, mm-hmm. which which is why like The Room, right? Like that's just the like The Room, the, yeah, the penultimate of those movies. <laughs> Wait, then what's the best one? Um, well, see, hold on. I messed up the word again. <laughs> uh, but the, the point I'm trying word. to make is is that a lot of times these movies that are made purposefully bad are not good. They're boring right out of the gate for right. me because it's just like, I get it, it's bad. You're right. being bad on purpose. It's boring at that point. But if it's like The Room or Birdemic or something, yeah. then it's like, fuck, I'm on board because you just want to see how mm-hmm. bad it gets, you know? So anyway, I really want to see Velocipaster. So I was thinking maybe we could just listen to a little bit of the trailer really quick. <laughs> Great. Do you think that's a ding situation? Oh, we could get dinged, and if we get dinged, then uh, if you guys don't hear the trailer, I, we had Ryan take it out. Um, I doubt it, man. This is like a really independent thing. There's a ma- I mean... All right. Well, you know, there's ninjas in it too, I guess. <laughs> And there's a man in his underwear fighting ninjas right now. How is this a trailer? Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, that's... Don't tell me they blew their budget on the movie and didn't save enough for the trailer. And then they just took out a clip. How long has it been since your last confession? Oh, it's been about two years. I do drugs, sell drugs, uh, murder people. Should have led with the murder people. Beautiful girl with a dark pissed. Oh, so it's like justice. They keep saying Velocipaster. It's almost like it's made like those uh those like grindhouse trailers, remember? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I have zero I expectations for that movie at all, so I can only be wowed by it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
but it does say yes it's a real movie and yes it's about a dinosaur <laughs> priest yeah they know what they're making i love that mm-hmm. well hopefully we get to see it someday i would love it if there's a if there would be time maybe to do like a hotel room viewing while we're in Ooh. denver but you were just telling not, us huh? how much sleep you want yeah but like there's some days where we have like a day yeah we'll be have, but i guess we'll have by, plenty of time to watch we can squeeze velociraptor in somewhere i feel like by denver though it's like because, I mean, the tour kind of starts off a little relaxed, you know? It's like we're, we're going the day before the show uh, I think the stress, for San Francisco. But I think the stress will happen at the top with the San Francisco show because that's – well, yeah. we'll find out. We're in the future now. so I think yeah. we're going to get over that hump and then we're going to be okay. But, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I feel like – because I was looking at the schedule and it's like by Denver, it's like well, there's no more days. It's like the no, day it's, we, it's we fly in and then we sleep, perform that night. Yes. Perform, sleep, yeah. fly. So yeah. it kind of starts off a little chill, like we're taking it easy, mm-hmm. and then it's like, fuck you, we're doing but this. those flights are also, each mm-hmm. flight's like 45 degrees. Dude, I guess that's half. true. I was yeah. like, oh my God, we're crazy. We're a little insane. People don't do this. And then I saw Watsky post his tour schedule. Did you guys see that? Well, yeah, musicians are nuts. It's man. like they're, 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 a billion yeah. stops, a, a billion shows, but yeah. they are all back to back, like night to night to night to night to night, barely any breaks. It's also like, addictive. crap. Yeah, it gets, you get, I think, pretty addicted to the quick, because I'm excited just to do stand-up over and over and over again for a week because I haven't done that, that for a in a time. while. Well, yeah. I was just and talking. I think y'all have the same experience with. Yeah, the I, I was talking to my therapist about it a little, a little bit. Humble brag, but I was talking to my therapist about how that live thing of being on a stage and that energy from a crowd is like a drug that you can't buy. Velocipist. What? It's a velociraptor therapist. Do you want to go, Steve? Do you want to get out of here? What about Bront Therapist? <laughs> Tritherapist. There you go. Oh, that's great. Tritherapist? Tri- Ste- Stegotherapist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have someone do try to draw the Tritherapist. Oh, Therodactyl. Oh, Therodactyl's very good. Terra Doctor of Psychology. What if, yeah. it's ter- what if it's Terra Doctor or Therodactyl versus Tritherapist? <laughs> Versus a, versus a, tri no tricerapil. Oh, that's that what way he prescribes it's a, you. It's a oh, metaphor oh, 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 for oh. yeah, or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Look, I'm just the idea guy. Um, Megalodonatello. That's a megalodon with a ninja turtle. <laughs> yeah, with just a specific interest. What, what, what can we do? Can we do some other ones? Let's try some uh, other ones really quick, like other professions, like uh, like um, uh. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <move on. laughs> anyway, uh, and you can see this live. I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, so, all right. Well, let's do some ads really late. And then. Um, oh, is this ad time? Yeah. And then we can do like a final little mini topic or something. Yeah, we'll and then we can get the hell out of here. Yeah. yeah. These ads could be moved earlier prep. into the podcast. Oh, wait. Let me get. Um, I. I guess that's will start that because can I will. It'll, I'll use it as a. Well, hold on, Elliot. Before you start, I would love to. I don't to like when you talk to me like that. Choose. <laughs> I would love to choose a track for you uh, to to um, to for oh, your yeah. ad. But I. But why don't you give me like a search term or something? Or what kind of vibe oh, you going for? There you for? go. That's fun. What mm-hmm. kind of vibe you going for? Or yeah, just give me a search term. Um. Oh, search just any kind of vibe. Uh, Like it could be like, like electric, you, trying to, yeah, or like synth. synth? Oh, Ooh. synth is good. That's a good choice. All right, we're going for the top one here. 
This is going to be great, guys. Uh, if you're enjoying our current style of ad reads, we hope you continue. We're going to continue after this, but we don't have time. We've yet to get a complaint. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah, I know. From the brands, you mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a good one. Hey, good guys. Choice. I'm pretty excited to talk to you about this particular sponsor because I was skeptical of them at first, and that's my favorite thing is when I don't have to lie. Guys, you ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? Yes. Because they're stupid. We were never meant to be worn they were never meant to be worn that way. But untuck it shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. How great is that? Untuck it is the brand you've been looking for. It's the original untucked shirt, a modern solution to an old problem with no tucking or tailoring required. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. Uh, have you been frustrated with buying shirts in the past? How has Untuck It changed your shirt shopping ex- shirt shopping experience? What do you like most about Untuck shirt It compared to other experience. brands? I'm now realizing these are questions I'm supposed to answer in first person. Uh, <laughs> Joe and I both have these, right? You're I'm wearing, wearing one right now, man. Um, I'm wearing an Untuck sweater as well. Uh, I also have the button down that I've fallen in love with, and I was skeptical because I often like the length of the Untucked shirts that I've had in the past, and I was wrong I was, because these look better and they feel better and they're wonderful and they're also really high quality. Uh, with more than 50 fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys. I'm a bit taller, so I ordered the tall, skinny, whatever uh, thing, and it worked out really well. Um, I miss Gilligan. What did you think about... I'm sorry, who is Gilligan? <laughs> uh, his old dinosaur. Uh, what did you think about the material design and color options? Oh, I thought they were great. The design's really nice, and the color's really yeah. nice. Thank you for asking, Adreed. Have you browsed on... Yeah, I have browsed online. Jeez. Th- talk. This is so... Do they normally do it this way? Or check their brick and mortar stores. I didn't know they had brick and mortar stores. Go into a brick and mortar store. I think they were on Shark Tank, too. Have you guys watched the new season of brick and mortar? (laughs) Season (laughs) You're talking about the penultimate season? Yeah, that's the one. With Pickle Brick? (laughs) Yeah, Pickle Brick. (laughs) Uh, But don't just take my word for it. Sickle Brick. You can take my word for it. Uh, But definitely try Untuck It for yourself. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code VALLEYCAST for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. It won't fill the hole in your heart if you've lost someone you love recently, but that's okay. That's untuckit.com, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com, and promo code VALLEYCAST for 20% off your first order. Untuckit.com, promo code VALLEYCAST, 20% off first order. It's great, great product. I just got an email from the uh, from that company, and they said the ad made them cry, so we're going to have to do it again. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, hit me with that same synth search word, just a new synth. Okay, how about this synth, dude? How about this fucking synth, Joe? I'm on it. Guys, you took all that untucked goodness, and now you got to pair it with some other clothes, and that's where Stitch Fix is going to come in. Uh What's your look, Elliot? Describe it. Is it casual, sophisticated, playful, dopey, penultimate? It's a mix of MeUndies, Untuck It, and Stitch Fix, There we go. (laughs) Personal style is like a fingerprint, everybody. Everyone has their own. Whatever your style, the experts at... And stylists at Stitch Fix are ready to help you express yourself. Tyrannosaurus Fix. Yeah. Oh, and the beat drop. That Tyrannus was Stitch Fix. Not all clothes are None a of fit. Are good at all. Tyrannus Stitch Fix. I'm moving on. Not all clothes are a fit for everyone. With Stitch Fix, your personal stylist will send you clothing that makes you look your best. Less one size fits all and more this fits you. <laughs> Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. You like it, right, Elliot? I love it. Bam. Taylor Dactyl. <laughs> to get started, go to stitchfix.com slash valley. Answer some questions about your preferred style, like I want to look like Elliot, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. Or Steve. I'm sorry, Steve. 
With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for men, women, and kids all over the U.S. and now the U.K. There's no commitment required and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free, right, Tom Hanks? Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. You'll never have to think about looking good again with Stitch Fix. You only have to worry about looking bad. Like, you'll have to make the decision, I want to look bad today, so I won't use my Stitch Fix. Got him. Hey, I want to look bad. I won't wear Stitch Fix. There we go. Yeah. Get started today at Stitch Fix. Stick. Sticks and sticks.com. Sticks and Morty. <laughs> Get started today at <laughs> stitchfix.com slash valley and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash valley. One more time. Stitchfix.com slash valley. A source. Dude, how cool is this track? I like it a lot. Yeah, it's like, that's nice. It's like a breakfast club, like score from yeah. the breakfast club. Yeah, it's good. Why did I go to detention? Well, maybe you're gonna find about that. My my principal, We're, I'm a basket case, and that guy's a jo- jock. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I got in here today because I got in trouble and didn't deten- didn't think I'd fall in love. Detention. And now I'm in love. Nice work, Joe. Thanks, man. Hey, um, find another synth track okay. for you, and you do one more thing. They don't mind if I do. This sounds like a uh, postal service track. I oh, great, uh, great reference, Joe, because what do you have to read for us, Steve? Oh, Guys, uh, let's talk about... The uh, band. The band. <laughs> it was the band postal service. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this out. We're going to have to cut that part out. No, no way. No way. Um, clean cut. Hey, guys. Let, let's. How about this? Let's talk about what you could do this year Don't with, with extra time and money. How about that, huh? Yeah. Let's face it, guys. Most New Year's resolutions are hard to keep and bogus. Get more exercise, save money. Well, I have a resolution that's easy to keep. How about that? Let's let's ease your mind. Why don't you stop wasting time going to the post office and use stamps.com instead? With stamps.com, you can do anything you do at the post office right from your computer, dude. Or not, dude. Plus, Stamps.com gives you something that you can't get at the post office, big discounts on postage, and that's a big deal. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use your computer to print out U.S. Postal uh, U.S. postage, official U.S. postage, 24/7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it off in a mailbox. It's that simple. With stamps.com, you get like five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention, not to mention, not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters, guy. <laughs> Hey, Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It saves you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So give yourself a resolution you can actually keep this year. Stop going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code VALLEYCAST, all one word, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. That's that's pretty cool. And there's no long-term commitments or contracts. So just go to stamps.com, you click on that microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Valleycast. That's all one word, Valleycast, and it's stamps.com promo code Valleycast. Stamps.com. Probably ne- won't look like the microphone that we have. <laughs> no, I hope not. Uh, stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Boom. Thank Boom. you stamps.com. Bam. 
yeah, anyway, um, I was talking to my therapist about how that energy you get from a live audience uh-huh. is like a drug you can't buy, essentially. It's this like incredible- When you're killing it. I, I mean, sure, yeah. sure. But there is still just this unmistakable energy from performing. Mm-hmm. And I guess you're right. Like when you're bombing, that's not good and that doesn't feel good. I've definitely done that, and that does that's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I guess I there's... I'm not addicted to that. Yeah. But the bomb, I think, makes you want to do it again because you right. want to prove yourself. And so it still well, you got to. makes you go want it again. Well, I guess it's kind of like if you do a drug and you have a bad trip or something, right? And then you're like, oh, I want to try that again sometime. Hopefully it's not a bad trip or I've something. I've never done drugs. I don't know, Steve. Yeah, I don't either, but I've seen a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I big just Seth watched Rogen Fear and Loathing Chiroprachiosaurus. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Chiroprapter. <laughs> Chiroraptor. Chiroprapter. <laughs> we'll just keep when they come. Just just call them out. Just call okay. them out. So your therapist was like, this is good for you. Yeah. Well, and I was just like, you know, I mean, I just think it is a, an amazing feeling. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, these are our people coming to see us, you know, these are our, you know, maybe it's patrons or maybe it's people that liked us from the source fed days or maybe it's Valley folk fans or whatever, but these are people who know who we are largely, I feel like. And it's like a comfortable feeling when there's people that there's are like, a little your friends, less it's like your pressure. friends are in the audience. There's a little less pressure. There's a little saying. less pressure. And I just, I just, I'm anticipating that even though, you know, because we were talking about Watsky and how his shit's like back to back to back to back and it's crazy and it's like fucking two hours maybe or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go even over it because you're just feeling it and you're like, fuck it, let's do some old shit. Dude, and he's doing music and going, we've been to a Watsky performance. It's a little different because it's like he's also working out for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like he goes yeah. nuts. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was also thinking about how we're going to be kind of jumping around the stage and stuff too a lot. Oh yeah, yeah and we're, we're also going to be. Well, it's nice to hear that you're. It sounds like you have a positive outlook. Yeah, I'm excited I've been about worried that about energy. Your, uh, your anxiety. Well, I really was not doing well, and I really was. I mean, I'm just in a really vulnerable place, but and have been for a while. But now I'm kind of like strengthening, strengthening up, and uh, feeling pretty good. And then I, and I had a talk with uh, with Shane Top the other day about it, and I was like, man, I'm just feeling like because he was asking me how I was doing, and. You know, I'm not gonna be that guy that's like, I'm great. I'm just honest. You know, I'm gonna be honest with my friends, and I, I, Shane and I are friends, and we've opened up to each other before. And lucky, um, <laughs> yeah, he's a hard <laughs> nut to crack. Can't but no, he, he he's really, a hard um, nut to crack. he really uh, talked me off the the ledge, and so to speak. Not that I was really on a ledge, but I was just feeling kind of anxious. And uh, he was just like, "Dude, you're gonna this and that," and he said some really nice things. And you know, you can you can talk to us about that. Well, t- duh. But you know, okay. I. But the thing okay. is, is like, okay. And I feel like I do. I feel like we talk. I feel like we go out in the alley and we'll light up a joint or oh, something. Out in old talk alley. Yeah, I love talk old alley. talk alley. And, yeah. and then yeah. we'll, you know, we'll just we'll talk about how we feel and we'll vent and things like that. I feel like I'm pretty good about that. But in this particular instance, it was like I felt I feel like a broken record with you guys about my anxiety lately. And you know, it's not not that I feel like I'm being any kind of like um, burden or anything. But it is kind of like a thing that's just happening to me right now. And, and you know, when you hear it enough, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, I'm not expecting anything from you guys when I say it. I just want you to know mm-hmm. how I'm doing. I mean, we were talking but about for, this. Maybe today's the day we talk to Steve about how he's a burden. 
<laughs> I mean, he kind of opened the door. Yeah. I mean, maybe today's the I'd day. I'd like to do that. Anything like, like that before going on tour and Yeah, we should together. probably just say some bad things Great. to each other now for the public to hear. What wounds just can get we it open? All out. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, it just, in this particular instance, it was just like, um, it was someone that hadn't heard me constantly go on and on and on about my fucking anxiety. And it was just kind of like a different perspective. And, and it just really stuck with me. And, um, you know, you guys are my support group. I'm comfortable with you guys mm-hmm. and we're all fine. And I, and you guys are really good at helping me through all of this stuff. And Joe, you were like a saving grace for me in the, in the early source fed days, mm-hmm. especially like in those first vid cons that Shane were just like. Shane Raptor. <laughs> Let's let the man talk, Joe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Osaurus. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, save me from this. Jesus Christ, Osaurus. <laughs> now you've gone too far. Is that that's who that... the Velociraptor <laughs> prays yeah, to? Yeah, that's that, uh, <laughs> that picture of Jesus holding, holding the baby. Holding the raptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the okay. best photo. Sorry, Steve. You anyway, were talking but, uh, about how I'm no, the you, best yeah, person you've you, ever met. You, um, I mean, that first VidCon that I went to ever at SourceFed, which I've talked about before, but... Um, 2012? I guess so. That yeah. was my first experience with a panic attack. It yeah. was 2012. My yeah. maybe only experience. With you it. had a panic attack there too. You both. It was both during did. the meet and greet. Yeah, I had never experienced it before, and I was like, I need a banana or something. And yeah, yeah. James Hafner. <laughs> banana. Yeah, banana. You know what? I miss, yeah, I misspoke. I was like, I need something. I'm freaking out. And he was like, I'm gonna go get you a banana. And I was like, I guess that's what you have when you have a panic attack. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, wow. And it was freaking me out because everyone was coming through, and it was overwhelming. Uh, my brain wasn't ready for it. Yeah, if you go back to it, because I'd never done anything like that either. What an overwhelming thing to do for the first time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's weird. Impossibly, it's impossible for that should not be where normalized. I was in life. It was impossible to walk mm-hmm. out of that whole situation being normal afterwards. Right. You you just get thrown right in, and you're yeah. like, here you go, and people just hope you. Wait, can we hang. hug. We all hug. We all hug now. We all touch each other. <laughs> Very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly cool. It's just also overwhelming. Yeah, like, it was a just... wonderful experience. Yeah, you just don't know what to expect. But we also did that like main stage thing. Remember? That was bad. That was so bad. That and might was be like, We're SourceFed. And people were like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who are you? But. <laughs> Yeah, I I think we let our stupidity in that performance shine, and it was not people were not they didn't I mean, know that it we was were, unapologetically stupid. It's it was just one of those. Stupid, yeah, it's one yeah. of those things where you're like you feel like you kind of nailed it when you're done, and then <laughs> yeah. you look at it later yeah. and you're like, oh no. Oh yeah, and I think I think our Wikipedia pages still have photos from that performance. Yeah, I know. Too. Yeah, I know. I remember what I was wearing. Yeah, I had like a fucking fedora on or some shit. When we were rehearsing, I was told to be less gay. Yeah. You remember that? But that was a good note. Yeah, it's, it stuck with me. <laughs> Thank you for following that note. You're welcome. Yeah, um, I do on the weekdays for sure. We, That's uh, when you broke up with Brad. It was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I have to do this performance at Paisley? VidCon. Um, but yeah, like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but you really helped me out, and um and you you guys are here. We're all here for each other, you know. It's like, gonna and, be so much fun. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, most excited yeah. about. Us three being roaming around and yeah. being like, um, yeah, I uh, have um, just connecting a gang. Yeah, we're being a gang in a bunch of different cities and spreading our seed. Um, Spurred what you're Mike. talking about is like, yeah, <laughs> we we do vent to each other all the time, and you start to feel almost a little guilty and bad, but it also like we you know can't, we know each other's like yeah. anxieties. We know each other's everything, so. It's not a purposeful thing. I think this happens to everything. It just 
I don't want to say it's Sorry, white noise when we hear it, but when you say it, it feels like you're giving white noise. So hearing it from somebody else, yeah. like a Shane Top or somebody that's outside of our little family, it does help. It's good to get that other perspective to remind you that, oh yeah, we're not that crazy. Well, it's, like, Even... it's like that old married couple, you know, where you're like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, Oh, my knees. Oh, here we go with the knees again. Mm-hmm. Every day it's the knees. But you might not have heard about the fucking knees and you want to come in and do a thing. And it's kind of like an echo chamber yeah. when you're all I also, helping each other. Yeah, the marriage metaphor works real well. I also think that we have like a weird osmosis that happens with anxiety where it's sort of like turning table. Like you guys will be fine and then I'll have a bad day. And then me and Joe will be fine. Steve's having a bad day. And we sort of like yeah. take the weight the entire time. But even amongst ourselves, uh, in my experience, it's been we've also had to put in boundaries and put in times of like, no, we can't talk about the personal weird crap that's we going on. Go we need to talk about, <laughs> yeah, we need to keep focused on this for right now. But because we're so close, because we spent so much time together, there's a weird just like we're just in each. It's like we're synced up in a weird way that is cool, but also has to have the brakes tapped every once in a while. Yeah, in order to keep sane. Yeah, and it, and I um, it's kind of the only way to do it, I guess. When you're working with your friends and you're working with comedy and you're working mm-hmm. with performance, and you you kind of have to realize that you know there's going to be give and take, and there's going to be low times and high times, and you just got to fucking roll with the punches, you know. Yep. And I and and uh, you know whatever. Yeah, I think we've been doing that. I can segue to my topic. Yeah, go for it, dude. Um, Joe brought it up to talk about this, but I don't know how it's going to go. Oh yeah, we don't have to. Let's see how we it can. Goes. Okay, we're gonna talk about how we really feel about each other, like Joe said earlier. Oh god, no! <laughs> no, well, well, he opened the door. Should we tell him he's a big piece of shit and we can't stand it when he's always talking about his anxiety? Yeah, but his shit is important because it's part of the process yeah, of so pooping we're, we're out. Whoa, 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 We're having a conversation about you. Hold boundaries. on. <laughs> Joe Velociraptor. Joe Velociraptor. Did you just put Joe's name in front of Velociraptor? I said Joe Velociraptor. Open your ears. Allosaurus Roker. Allosaurus Roker? Al Roker. Night? Mixed with an Allosaurus. Oh, Allosaurus. This is just telling me, reminding me of so few dinosaurs that I know. Dude, there are so many cool dinosaurs. I got my top. Maybe that'll help (laughs) if I pull up a list. Uh, Okay. Uh, Well, let's pause on the dinos. Because if, if he is going to talk about this, he probably won't like it. Fucking do it. Fucking yeah. throwing uh, this shit out. <laughs> oh, we probably shouldn't be throwing out funny names during this? <laughs> you can. Do whatever you want. Funny okay. things? Okay. okay. We'll see. Maybe it'll break the tension. All right. Uh, let me see. I don't know if I want to talk about it. Okay. Whoa, what's about? happening? No, it's the I, you know about it. It was the thing that I, I showed up at work yesterday. Oh, yeah. You were like, I'm great. And I was like, that's Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, on Monday, <laughs> I went to an animal hospital to uh, see my puppy, Gilligan. Uh, from a previous marriage, and he has been or had had cancer for a while and was turning around, and I was going to go see him. And uh, because I had not checked my email, I had not gotten an, gotten an update, but I went in and was like, "Hey, um, here to see Gilligan," uh, and Gilligan had passed away. Ugh, uh, and very sorry. It's okay. Uh, and it is, I guess, it happened instantly um, and painlessly, according to what the doctor said and what they found. But um, horrible uh, situation. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, so I've ar- I'd already been in a funk, uh, which we ta- Joe and I had talked about last week, um, and I don't do well with in with talking with with admitting if I am sad about stuff or having or in a low point, um, and so this sort of compounded that, and then obviously it's just a weird, uh, tragic thing because he he was 
on the up and up and I guess had like a stroke and something like that. And he, he, he exited. And so I kind of walked out and, uh, I've just been sad, uh, pretty sad since, but I'm okay. It's just, if I, if I think about it, you know, then I start to get, then I start to get emotional and I start to cry. And then Grace has been great and she's been nothing but supportive about it. But, uh, yeah, it's sad. He's a, he was a sweet puppy. Um, yeah. And the reason I brought it up one cathartic maybe, and it could help other people, but, also, just like, you know, I kind of wanted to talk. He's a He was a great dog, and I wanted to thank you for introducing me to Gilligan because I've got a lot of great memories about Gilligan. Yeah, he was a, he was a goofball. He was yeah. A real, real sweet dog. He had dog. a lot of personality. Stag um, Graysaurus. There it is. I don't get it. Stag Graysaurus. I was trying to think of one Gilligan, and I couldn't think I of it. I thought of one. Oh. <laughs> well, you have a list of dinosaur names. Yeah. Gil- Gilligankylosaurus. <laughs> He would he would appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I I got to see him uh, in September, uh, which was really cool, and uh, and and got to hang out, and Grace got to hang out with him, which was nice, and he was doing okay, but getting older. Clearly, he was like twelve years old. Uh, but yeah, so it's just been sad, and dogs are amazing, and I love them very much. Yeah, and, uh, pets in general, like sucks. the loss, the lo- the dealing with the loss of a pet is. I don't know. I th- uh, surprising might be the word. Maybe it's not, but it can be. It's surprisingly hard. Like mm-hmm. I lost a hamster when I was in like third grade, and my yeah. my my dad came to school to tell me. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Houdini died today. She's buried in the front yard." Oh, Houdini! Yeah, we That's called her great... Houdini because she kept escaping from her cage. That's nice. And um, was really good at magic too. It's crazy. Like just like sleight of hand, or no, she'd take cannonballs. Sleight to the of stomach. Paw. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but like she could catch a bullet in her teeth, yeah. like Penn and Teller. Yeah, <laughs> crazy hamster. But I, I remember just like walking around the playground that day, just bawling. Yeah. And people were like, "What's wrong?" I'm like my hamster died, and it makes so me feel weird. crazy. And but yeah, it's a hard thing to process. And it was your first like baby, baby. Yeah. Uh, also, just the the weird like Steve and I talked about this a little bit, but you go through a divorce and then there's like still this link. I mean, I I know it's obviously a thousand times dip, more different for people with children, but it the pets can still be this like symbolic uh, connection, and so it's just like this whole era uh, that's that's gone. Um, but it's good. It's healthy. It's part of life. It's just like such a weird. Um, and he was so well taken care of. I mean, my ex-wife took incredibly good care of him and was so just like, I mean, the time I did get to see him the last time was like, he just had all the nicest food, all the nicest, whatever. Like he was, his whole life was just being, it was like, he was the penultimate dog. He was like the penultimate (laughs) dog. If you can imagine. Penultimate, um, penultimate, very top, best yeah, yeah. one, absolute, <laughs> and last. Uh, so yeah, is it's a crazy, uh, weird, just emotional. There's so many emotions tied in with mm-hmm. with Gilligan, and people know who Gilligan is and and yeah. seen him, and he was such a part of my like uh, online presence back in the day. But um, yeah, he's just a good. Gilligan yeah. reminded me of. Um... Like a like a nineteen forties goofball side character yeah. on yeah. a black and white television show. Yeah. Like Gilligan reminded me of Don Knotts. <laughs> like, <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Just this silly Sorry, dog Tom. that just wanted to make everybody uh, happy. Yeah, not the brightest, but not the dumbest. <laughs> I, just a good guy. He's like a Joe Beretta of dogs. Thank you. <laughs> the penultimate. Joe Dogretta. <laughs> Actually, Joe, you're incredibly intelligent. You just make a joke about it. If I think you're not, I'm an idiot. I'm so I hate me. I hate me. I um. I. I there was a moment when we were hanging out and you were telling me about it and we were talking about Gilligan the other day and when, when you had found out and there was just this really sweet and really emotional moment where 
you like reached into your jacket and you like pulled out this little like baggie with like some meat in it and it was like you, you know, like, ate it in front this was for Gilligan <laughs> I was bringing it to Gilligan yeah it's such a cliche thing to be yeah. like I had this meat I'm so sorry mm. man um, that was but it was just this sweet. really emotional moment yeah you gave me a very nice hug but... yeah but I love you buddy and we're here for you obviously yeah and, you know that, that's the that's that's one of those lows we were talking about where we're here for each other and uh um yeah man i can't imagine what you're going through because uh it's one of the reasons why it's hard for me to like just pull the trigger on having a dog like getting a dog Mm -hmm. because it's like you have to you're gonna have that moment the highs and the lows yeah yeah. Yeah. and 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 then it's like i mean you know because megan tonja's her dog Mm -hmm. actually passed away too yeah mario Um, uh, what's that? Mar- oh Mar- yeah, yeah, Margo, yeah, yeah Mar- baby Margo, and another beautiful. And I had dog. a feeling too when Margo when Margo passed because Mar- Margo and Gilligan used to run around together at the store. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh sh. And uh, I saw I saw Megan. We went to go see Cats, <laughs> actually. And, Ironic. Uh, one of the four times I saw Cats. <laughs> Ironoraptor. And we were talking about Margo, and she was like, "I love her, but man, it's like those medical bills." Yeah. The medical bill, I mean, Gilligan had was in the midst of chemo, and the complications that arose were a result of the chemo. It was like kidney failure, and then they had put him on like a, like a feeding, like a feeding line or something like that. A pick line. My wife had one. Yeah, and and I've worked and for I think most people know, but I worked in animal hospitals for like ten years, and I remember seeing that happen. And you kind of know at that point that things aren't going well unless a miracle happens and then on sunday i got an email that was like he's making all these big changes like uh, three out of the four tests were good yeah mm, sorry, but, he didn't. but uh um it's just a it's sad when you have this thing that you love and you want it to survive mm-hmm. so you'll throw as much money as you possibly mm-hmm. can at it can't blame it yeah and i mean yeah. i don't blame anybody for doing that i would do the same but it's like really one of those deciding factors for me where i'm like I mean, it's a, it's more than a commitment on an emotional level. It's a monetary level. It's a time level. It's mm-hmm. a, it's all of those things. And uh, you know, I love time levels on Mario playing Mario games. Yeah, the, not the, everyone should have early a, Mario games. Early Mario time, time levels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aronosaurus Rex. Did you ever play Mario Brothers time levels? The one that the <laughs> lost my levels unreleased Mario. Mario anyway. and the time levels. It's interesting. The uh, you know you're talking about the highs and lows of doing it and is are the lows worth it you know at your your certain stage in life right and especially being in LA when you're trying to be busy it's it's tough to have a dog um but i've been talking with a friend who also lives here grew up in montana with me we're talking about how we think it's important for kids to have a dog or some kind of pet growing responsibilities up. responsibility like but i also now in this moment i'm realizing that it is a lot about teaching how to handle those highs and lows right mm-hmm. like loss no. loss right because if you have that dog at an early enough age you know you're gonna you're gonna create the bond you're gonna grow up with it you're gonna and at some point you do you're gonna experience that loss probably before your adult life and i do think that can prepare a human for some of the horrible shit that just hits you later on in life and i i feel like Mm -hmm. i've been somewhat unprepared at times even though i did experience the loss of pets but i do think that that does help have you thought about joe like um i mean i know your place doesn't allow We've uh, thought about pets, doing the like, medi- like med- medical or, or like emotional. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. we've thought pet. about it. Be cool. I feel kind of guilty about doing that. Yeah. Just Why? Even though we could, Heather would 100% qualify, probably for like 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> like we could have Dr. Doolittle up in our, in our place. 
uh, the actual Doctor Starring Doom. Starring Robert Downey Jr. Emotional pet uh, Quick tangent, everybody fucking loves it. Really? Yeah. Really? The huh. trailer made it look like horrible garbage. It looks like the same old People shit. People are yeah. flipping out over it. Like, it's really good. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, I I, um, I I would love for that to be good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would. Uh, when I heard that, I was like, "Of course, I'm not going to doubt the Downey." Well, listen, <laughs> yeah, I would. He I, knows what he's doing. An, yeah. An older me or a younger me would have been like, "Fuck you, man! Those movies are garbage, and movies like that are garbage, and it's just a Hollywood machine or whatever." But fucking Jumanji, the remake or whatever, it's amazing. It's so good. That yeah. movie is one of the best movies in the last <laughs> yeah, 10 years. Yeah, and it's That's like... so good. The sequel, not as great, but still fun. My, it um... fucked me up that it was so good because I was like, well, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Ho- yeah. I thought Hollywood was supposed to I follow... I knew everything. Yeah, I thought Hollywood was supposed to fall into that stupid trap of just making the same old shit, but they did really well with Jumanji. So I'm more open now because of that. Yeah, yeah. wow, look at that. Jumanji changing yeah. lives. Good changing for you, man. Time. I'm happy. Um, anyway, Thank you, right. man. Much love yeah. to Gilligan. Thanks. Yes, and rest in peace to that yeah. beautiful baby. It's a, a nice b- low-key morning part-time for yeah. me and, yeah. uh, and tough for everybody. So he's yeah. a good boy. Yeah. Mm, I uh, I can't even imagine what... I mean, right now, like, Bree and I kind of share Riggs a little bit. I mean, Riggs is Bree's dog, but Bree will always be like, mm-hmm. Riggs is also your daughter, too. She'll say it. And so I'm having it on the record now just in case. Yeah, but <laughs> legally, <laughs> but no, she said it, and uh, and I totally believe her. And I watch her all the time, and I see her all the time, and I, I can't even imagine like I I wouldn't even see her as often as you probably saw Gilligan, and I will be devastated when something happens. To yeah, her. I wish I. I mean, I'm glad I got to see him when I did. Yeah, um, and it was just good for a while to not see him either with the the dynamic of everything and the way that everything went. <clears throat> um, in that it's era. a complicated situation. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's so it's also just like I don't like I don't do, I mean. I, I, Grace and I talk about this a little bit, but it's like I don't. Uh, there's that thing of like it's okay to be sad, it's okay to do all that, but I don't also don't like getting into that like mindset yeah. where I'm just like get it like. But at the same time, I guess it's important. So like this morning, I got up and was like did my thing and I like exercise. And I was like I'm feeling good, and it was like I hadn't remembered uh, that it had happened, and then it like hit me and I was like oh. There yeah. it is. There's that the feeling. So it's just like this weird. And then also while everything else is going very well, like everything is is it, there's a, a, a I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or some kind of whatever, but there's you know going on tour. There's you know doing auditions, and then there's getting healthier, doing dry January. All, all these things are really positive and good. Um, and then to have all of that, and then be like, oh, but why is I you know why isn't that fixing all the other stuff? And that that was a my therapy session was basically him being like that all of the good things that you are experiencing don't negate uh, the the, sh- the shittiness of all that other stuff, yeah. which I know cognitively, but in the moment I'm just like, come on, like snap at it. Like, yeah, get, you can't get be, dragged down. I mean, we're all just like we're human. infantile beings on the inside that are immediately going to react to mm-hmm. our emotions in that way, and it takes a little bit of time. And it takes work, and, man. Yeah, just you like really anything have to else in life. It literally know? anything else, like exercise, whatever. It takes work to to fix the mindset of mm-hmm. like falling deep into this darkness that that can really fucking swallow you up. Um, Titanosaurodonist. Is there a Titanosaurus? There is a Titanosaurus. Wow. Titanosaurus. There's too many dinosaurs. <laughs> um, that also, speaking of being... Uh, <laughs> I was just looking through here. I'm like, yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. We got Diplodocus. Uh, we got <laughs> Diplodocus. Ar- Archaeopteryx. Cephalosaurus. 
We've got Carn- that's the one with the head. There's just like these. Who cares about the? They I, just make up these names so you it convinces you that they actually existed. The yeah. Therizinos, the Therizinosaurus. Who gives a fuck about that guy? Yeah, I said it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, speak, the last thing I'll say on this, the, that's why I left, speaking of us being too, not too close, but very close, when you showed up to work, I was like, I'm fine. I was like, things are good. And then I like was going to do like a social media post, like kind of, Megan's been posting really cool stuff of, yeah. of Margo, and I was like, I'm going to do that with Killian. And I like couldn't like write the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got really emotional. And then I saw you were there, and I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, Joe's going to ask. And if Joe asks, I'm going to break down. And I was like, I'm out of here. Bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you peaced out yeah. that day. Yeah, and you were like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, man. And I peed, and I was like, I got to go. Bye. And then I texted y'all. I was like, I left. Later. <laughs> yeah, we were streaming and and we oh, were that's like, right. We told the streamer like, Elliot's going. Elliot's going through some hard oh, yeah. times right now. Did you get some nice tweets from people? We told people to tweet at you. Um, I don't think I've checked my messages since oh, yeah. November first. Okay, that's why you didn't come to my surprise party. I guess. Oh, that's that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, Thank you for coming, everybody tonight. Yeah. Thank you for anyone who came to our show, our San Francisco show. That's yeah. the only show we've done so far. If this is since this has been out, depends on if by you're Monday a VIP patron if you're regular. I guess that's Ooh, true. Because let's Most say it's Wednesday. Most people will have seen Denver and Salt Lake by now. Okay. Well, thank you all for coming. If you came to Denver and Salt Lake and San or San Francisco, we yeah. appreciate you. And if you're on the fence about the other ones, we're going to be very experimental, and we will hang out and talk to everyone and say hi to you. So yeah. Cool. And this is kind of an experiment in a way, and we're seeing how it works out. I've seen a lot of comments from people saying, "Come to the East Coast, come mm-hmm. here, come there." And uh, we're we're we want to, and mm-hmm. that's the goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, d- definitely, if you can make it out to one of these shows, that's definitely helpful for us to be able to go to other shows because mm-hmm. those ticket sales are really kind of the reason why they will even consider us for other venues and yeah. other tour locations and such. So definitely understand that that will help us if you guys want to see us in your hometown. Make sure to spread the word that we're coming to your city, maybe. And the we, next couple uh, of days. We do, uh, there's a different energy during the live shows. I think uh, that is worth seeing, if only because you're going to see a much more raw, real, experimental version of us and an energized version. But also, if you are, a lot of folks who listen to us, are, I think, are like uh, uh, solo uh, and, and you don't have, you don't know of anybody else who watches or listens to this uh, this goodness. But um, if you're alone, if you don't want to go by yourself, you should. Plenty of people will be there by themselves and it happens all the time. And people you make can, friends. It's yeah, fun. You, can, you have a common interests with literally everyone there and there's so many people who will go um just from doing stand-up that go solo and they never regret it my so favorite has always the been the people that are like okay i'll bring my parents and then like <laughs> their parents end up oh, having man. a good time yeah. oh great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the immediate we will zero in on anybody you bring who doesn't know who we are and be like what did you t-? our pa- the parents do you that, approve the, like the unexpected parents that show up are really big fans of uh we're gonna fuck your parents which is a great segment that we do at every single live show well and we're turning it into a song this time yep. which is really yep. cool oh yeah. man yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna fuck your parents.com slash valley i think can actually get you uh, a new parent that we already fucked yeah. I, I also <laughs> like it when someone brings like a friend they're like i drag my friend be- and who doesn't know who you guys are at all and it's kind of the same story it's like i don't know who you guys are but i loved it i thought this was fucking funny and shit that's mm-hmm. always nice yeah, i like that that's the best so bring a friend or don't and Maybe make your new forever friend at this show if you come solo or something, you know? Uh, real quick, before we jump out, is it time to jump out? Or do we have a, like, it's time to jump out. Time to jump out? Yeah, but go ahead. I was just going to say, Oscar nominations came out. I wanted to see if you guys cared about that at all. I haven't really looked at it. Oh, no. Okay, we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> we couldn't care less. Yeah. 
Uh, but should we should we vamp for a second? Is it would be weird to people somebody not almost an No, that's fine. Um, send us your uh, favorite mashup dinosaur dinosaurs. name. If you take any of the ones that we created and then draw some pictures, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd we'll be cool. Retweet the crap out of all that. Um, in the meantime, patreon.com slash the valley folk. Uh, if you want to get in on some good bloopers, and we're posting a lot this month. Uh, there was a lot of Santa Steve stuff recently, and we launched our pin of the month club. Uh, it started with eggs, and it's going to be Fernesto next month. And they uh, get discounts on Patreon. So if you're down with those pins and stuff and want to help um, us out in that way, get we, on it. Have we talked? Um, I know we did the 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 chat with the uh, patrons, but have we talked about the program changes? Or are we doing that? Later? I think we alluded to them on a podcast, but yeah, the, in Stuff's February coming. we'll also be changing up your show a little bit, and uh, more, 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 more is the hope. Yeah. More is less is our oh, new motto. Oh, Steve recorded his mm-hmm. new relationship show, which we're really excited yeah, about. Yeah, so excited. Yep. And I uh, we dropped um, last week, we dropped uh, PB and the J, which is a fun music video that we collaborated with Darren Gerdner on. Which the was DVG, fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, guys, get excited. Exciting things are happening. Hopefully we'll see you on the tour. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on The Valley. That's quiet. That was quiet. <laughs>